This is our devotional commentary for Proverbs chapter 26. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a sparrow in its flitting, like a swallow in its flying, a curse that is causeless does not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Whoever sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like a lame man's legs which hang useless is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like one who binds the stone in the sling is one who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes up into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like an archer who wounds everyone is one who hires a passing fool or drunkard. Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The sluggard says, There is a lion in the road. There is a lion in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does a sluggard on his bed. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. It wears him out to bring it back to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. Whoever meddles in a quarrel not his own is like one who takes a passing dog by the ears. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I am only joking. For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no whisperer, quarreling ceases. As charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Like the glaze covering an earthen vessel are fervent lips with an evil heart. Whoever hates disguises himself with his lip and harbors deceit in his heart. When he speaks graciously, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred be covered with deception, his wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and a stone will come back on him who starts it rolling. A lying tongue hates its victims, and a flattering mouth works ruin. When back-to-back Bible verses seem to blatantly contradict each other, we're forced to read them again more thoughtfully. What is God saying to us? 
in the twin sayings of Proverbs 26 having to do with the fool who is babbling on, pouring out folly after folly. Should we answer him or not? The general policy is stated first. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself, verse 4 says. Getting involved in that conversation could lead to a prolonged argument in which you find yourself babbling in a manner similar to him. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference between the two of you. Ending the conversation is nearly impossible, and you realize too late that silence would have been the better approach. An exception to the policy is stated next. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Verse 5. Sometimes the fool, or others listening, may think to their own harm that the folly being babbled is actually true. Someone needs to speak up, doing everyone a favor, by bursting the bubble of the fool's conceit. Paul reluctantly chose this approach in writing to the Corinthian church. He took the risk of talking as one of the foolish false teachers, knowing that a refusal to answer them on their own terms would only confirm the legitimacy of their opinions in the eyes of a gullible flock. Since it's not easy to reason with the unreasonable, verse 4, this second option of verse 5 should then not be automatically applied to every situation. Discernment is needed according to the need of the hour. What does the fool need? And how will he respond? What does the audience need? And how will they respond? Knowing what to say and when to say it is a true hallmark of godly wisdom. The first 12 verses of this chapter focus on the terrible state of the fool ending with a forceful punchline. Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Verse 12. There's always hope that a fool may learn from his stupidity. See verse 3. But prospects are bleaker for someone who is stubbornly unteachable. In his own eyes, he is always wise. Verse 5. Always in the right. This person's situation is truly dire. He is a fool and will never see it. There is nothing he wants to learn, so there is no use trying to teach him anything. The fact that there is more hope for one fool than for another indicates there are degrees of folly, and some of the more thoughtless and naive types of fools can be reclaimed. We should all be thankful for this. Until we arrive in heaven, we will always have opportunities to learn and grow. If only we are humble enough to receive instruction. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.